Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. Here in Season 6, we're using the Mishnah elucidated, this beautiful, wonderful Sefer from Art Scroll. It's a phrase-by-phrase, simplified translation with basic commentary from the book family edition of Seder Nezikin and Mesachas Avos. It's a wonderful Sefer. Highly encourage you to obtain it and purchase it from art school themselves or from your local Jewish bookstore in order to follow along inside with us. Otherwise, feel free to listen, glean lessons, and hopefully enjoy. So we are up to Parak Aleph Mishnah Hey. We are up to Chapter 1, Paragraph 5. Yosi ben Yochanan ish Yerushalayim Omer. We read the Hebrew first, then we read the translation, then look at the notes, and hopefully we'll glean something together every day, every Mishnah bli neder. Mir Tashem. Yosi ben Yochanan ish Yerushalayim Omer. Yehi beischa pasuach l'ravacha. V'yehu aniyim b'nei beisecha. V'al tar besicha em ha'isha b'ishto omru ka v'chomer b'eishas chaviru. Mikan omru chachamim kozman sh'ad so the the words as followed are explained. Yosi ben Yochanan, the leader of Yerushalayim, says your house should be open wide for travelers to stop in. The notes point out, open your home to travelers who need a place to stop and rest or eat, as Rashi points out. Let it be open wide, following the example of our father, our forefather Avraham, who had doors on all four sides of his tent, so that travelers should not have, sur- have to circle the house to search for the entrance. And if we take it to nowadays, your house should be open for people, should op- always have guests from the town, from the community, from the shul, should always be open open to cook for people, having shurim, having meetings and, and connections to be able to help out your community and to help the world at large. Let your house be patuach l'ravacha. Let it be open for those in your town, for those in your community to help out, to host shurim and to bake and, and cook for people around you within your streets, within your neighborhoods. And then it says, the poor should be members of your household. The notes point out, hire the poor to be your household staff rather than to buy slaves, Rav points out. Helping a poor person to earn a living is the highest form of charity, as Rambam points out in his eight levels. By hiring them to work for you, you will not only be served well, you will also earn a great reward for an act of charity, an act of chesed, as Rashi points out. Others explain this to mean that you should make the poor people feel welcome in your home. Treat them as if they were members of your household, as Rabbi Yona points out in the second explanation. There are these wonderful stories of these rabbis, and even Balibatim, when a poor person would come to their door, what do most people do? They try to shoo them away, and they say, Ah, another beggar, another shnara, another person coming to collect money. Some people actually let them in their house and sit them at the table and treat them with dignity and respect, a beautiful thing. They give them drink, they give them food, even if they can't afford to give them money sometimes they'll just treat them with respect and sit them at the table and talk to them and that could even be better than money food can even be better than money sometimes do not talk too much with the woman for the reasons explained below they said this with regards to his own wife how much more so with the regards to the wife of his friend Yossi ben Yochanan was in the habit of repeating this advice given by the sages of previous generations as the Tosfos Yomta points out they said not to talk too much with the wife he added that the reason they did not say with a woman is because they were referring to a person's own wife as Rav points out in Hebrew it can mean either woman or wife obviously it's important for a husband and wife to talk together to maintain a healthy relationship and manage their household properly our mission warns against excessive talk, idle talk that has no constructive purposes, Ralph points out in the mission we'll talk about. 
talking excessively with another man's wife leads to suspicion and gossip among the neighbors. As Rajin Machsarvici points out, we should never know from such things. It could also lead to feelings of friendship, which leads to bad things. God forbid, as Meirian Rabbeinu Yona points out. When a person talks too much with the woman, he can cause harm to himself, as the notes point out, and they, the leader of the generations pointed this out as well. This last part of the mission was not said by Yosef and Yochanan, but by the sages of later generations based on his teaching. It was added here by Rav Yudah Nasim, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, when he compiled the Mishnah. Idle talk with one's wife often leads to bad things. For example, if he tells her of his difficult dealings with someone, she'll push him to respond in ways that will lead to a quarrel. Telling her how he was treated with disrespect when someone may cause her to lose respect from his Rav points out. He neglects studying the words of Torah if he talks too much. By spending too much time in idle conversation, he ends up wasting time he could have used for Torah study. His end goes to Gehenna, that he will come to sin. Gehenna is the place in the afterlife where souls are punished for their sins. By nature, if you speak more than you do actions, too much idle conversation might lead to wasting time and to sinning and to do things that you could have done better, more constructive things with your time. We want to make sure, obviously, to have a proper relationship, a proper interaction with our wives, with our spouses, with those around us, but make sure not to excessively waste time and excessively do deconstructive or destructive things with your time. And of course, keep your house open and keep it available to your town, keep it available to your community, keep it available to your neighborhood, whatever you could do to help out the, the blocks, the neighbors, and the people around you. The poor should be members of your house, so what can you do to make pe- poor people feel welcome in your house? In fact, on Pesach, we say, Whoever needs to come, let them come and eat. Whoever needs come to our house, let them actually be part of the Seder. It's a wonderful thing. I've been part of different Seders where they actually have poor people or people that might have difficulties in their life as part of their own Seder. So remember, your house should be open wide to the town, and the poor should be able to come to your house and make sure not to talk too much and not to waste too much time in your own life. Join us next time as we talk about making for yourself a rabbi but acquiring for yourself a friend and the difference and the purposeful difference of using different words here on the TTPA and I'm your host Tani